This is News Talk 980 CKNW. Thanks for being with us this morning. A bit chillier out there, 13 degrees. Partly cloudy outside the CKNW studios. As you likely heard in the news yesterday, we had a court ruling. It came out of Canada's highest court to upholding an extradition order for a mother and an uncle, both accused in the killing of a woman from Maple Ridge. It took place 17 years ago. At the time, it was a case that shocked many people in Metro Vancouver and other parts of the world as well. Malkit Sadhu and Sarjeet Badesha both wanted in India. They are accused of setting up the murder of Jassy Sadhu. And on the program yesterday, around this time, a little bit later on in the morning, it was a bit later on in the show, Fabian Dawson, who is the former deputy editor-in-chief at the province newspaper, he is also the co-author of Justice for Jassy, An Innocent Love Killed in the Name of Honor. Well, he joined John McComb on his show to talk about the case. He's been covering it very closely for the last 17 years. And brought a bit of an update, or at least explained his take on the Supreme Court of Canada ruling and what this means. And he started off by explaining, in his words, how this happened, how we got to this place. Well, Jesse was about 24 when, uh, you know, it's around that time when the families, (coughs) the traditional Sikh families, try and arrange for a marriage. So she was taken to India and uh, the family had found an elderly man who wanted to come to Canada and had sort of arranged uh, the marriage. She didn't like that. Uh, she met um, her husband, Mithu, who lived next door, and they met in the town, and they secretly got married. And uh, when the family found out, uh, they held her they held her hostage virtually, but she managed to escape, went back to India, secretly married the man she loved, and uh, and then uh, the family got furious and tried to kill the husband, not so much her. And they tried several times, it failed, and finally, a few days before their wedding reception, uh, the hired killers managed to corner them and ambush them, and uh, beat, uh, beat up and left for dead the husband, who still suffers from the injuries until today, and uh, <clears throat> took her to a farmhouse where they made contact with the mother and uncle. And Jesse refused to cooperate and come home and stay silent. And that was when the order to kill her was given, according to police, by the mother. As you know, this has been a lengthy court process. 17 years it has taken to get to the point where we have the Supreme Court of Canada ruling. Uh, Fabian Dawson also talked a little bit about the court process and uh, how that has unfolded over the years. The Supreme Court of BC had uh, ordered them extradited in May 2014. And then in 2016, the B.C. Court of Appeal overturned that judgment, saying that they would not be treated fairly in an Indian jail, which is quite a ridiculous decision. And that effectively put a stop to the extradition. And then it went up to the Supreme Court, and the Supreme Court upheld the original decision and the extradition order by, um, that was issued originally. This is an age-old cultural practice, right? You know, it involves dowry um, in India, which is illegal, but practiced until today. But uh, let's be clear about this. This is not something that happens only 
uh, in the Sikh community. There, there have been cases in other communities as well, mm-hmm. but this one was particularly, uh, uh, you know, when it happened, uh, they, they, the story, when I first wrote it in June of 2000, sort of created an international furor. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, you know, I mean, uh, it's... it's um, the family believed that uh, she had violated their principles uh, and uh, that by marrying this, this man who was from a different caste. Yes. You know, and, uh, and, uh, and it was, a, you know, it, it, they just couldn't deal with, uh, with the fact that she had gone against her wishes. So, uh, as we know, when the B.C. Supreme Court uh, ordered the pair to be extradited in 2014, that was overturned by the B.C. Court of Appeal. But the decision yesterday was unanimous. The top court saying that it was reasonable for the Justice Minister to believe the Indian government's assurances the pair would not be tortured, talking about the mother and the uncle. And it was former Justice Minister Peter McKay who first ordered the extradition, which was challenged by both the mother and the uncle. Both argued that they would be tortured if sent back to India. Uh, we also heard a bit more from Fabian Dawson about uh, honor killings, about the shame, about why uh, this happened. And as he just mentioned in that uh, bit of audio as well, that it's it's not only in this one community. This is something uh, unfortunately, uh, that does happen. And it's all about honor and shame and humiliation and punishment, you know. And uh, and I hope it never happens again. So now the Department of Justice in Canada would uh, reinstate the surrender order, as they call it. Uh, they would probably be sent back to India. Uh, there's no more avenues of appeal here, so they'll be sent back to India where they've already technically been sentenced in absentia. Originally, when the court arrested, the court or, uh, originally, the, the police in India arrested, uh, I think there were 11 of them altogether. Seven of them were convicted. Four of them were acquitted. And these two were part of that original charge. And they were then uh, convicted in absentia and declared according to the Indian Penal Code, what they call proclaimed offenders. So as soon as they arrive in India, they would be taken to jail, and their lawyers, I assume, will then apply for bail. They would then face another trial there for conspiracy to commit. So the lawyers there would then apply to remove the proclaimed offender status, apply for bail, and wait for trial. If they come back to Canada, they will be immediately deported. Will they flee? Yes. Will they ultimately be convicted in a trial in India? I don't know because, you know, they are elderly now. Both of them have medical issues. And uh, also then the ways and means of spending the rest of their days in India, either in jail or in their home awaiting trial, which who, who knows when that will happen. And that was Fabian Dawson. He is the former deputy editor in for editor in chief for the province newspaper. He's also the co-author of Justice for Jassy. He has been following this case since Jassy Sadu was murdered back in the year 2000. And as he mentioned, uh, the extradition hearing upheld or extradition order upheld. Uh, we'll see what happens now with sending the now elderly uh, brother and sister 
back from Maple Ridge to India to face trial. We will keep you updated on that story. On a much lighter note, something that's happening a bit later on today, I'm curious as to how many people are going to be showing up for this event. But it's an event and a bit of a counter event. There was an announcement sent out by the city of Vancouver that later on today, starting at noon, there will be a completion celebration and a thank you. It's happening at Volunteer Park to celebrate the completed improvements along the Point Grey Road. Uh, It is rain or shine. There will be ice cream, family-friendly activities, a bike tune-up station, and people are being encouraged to bring a water bottle and a blanket, enjoy the waterfront view, hang out, and enjoy a small section of Vancouver's Seaside Greenway, which now provides 28 kilometers of smooth walking and cycling for people of all ages and abilities. So the party is taking place at Volunteer Park on Point Grey Road. People are being encouraged to stop by any time between noon and 3 o'clock this afternoon. Vancouver's News, Vancouver's Talk. This is News Talk 980 CKNW.